My friend, I'm well. Thanks. I'm gonna make a joke about black people being late. Ah. Good to see you. <laughs> How you doing, man? Good, man. I I know you don't remember, but we chatted way back on Warped, I believe, in Virginia Beach oh. a long time ago. Yeah, I'm gonna make a joke about rock stars not remembering shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, How man. You doing? Good. I'm doing well. I just saw you guys recently here in Virginia Beach with uh, Norma Jean. Let's go, Va yeah. Beach, man. Yeah, seven five seven. Yes, it was a good show. Nice, you had a good Thank tour. You. Thank you very much. Was that was that a good run? Oh, fantastic! Actually, fantastic run, fantastic. We um we love those guys. I'm a big fan of those dudes. Yeah, me too. And um that show in particular, um, was special because I stayed, dude. I mean, I used to literally live. Right. I remember you said that. That was like your hometown, two minutes, right? Like right across the street from that fucking venue when it was stepping out or that it was like the country two-step place it used to be the jewish mother too right yeah it was it was the jewish mother that was uh kind of like 2010 2013 that time but before that uh when i first moved down there was it was about oh three when i moved or oh four when i moved to uh beach interesting so yeah so I, i swear to god dude i literally i locked my nephew in a car when when I was probably like twenty something, and I think that used to be a Kmart that was right next to it. And um, my nephew, I locked him in a car like in that parking lot. Nice. I had a lot of history in that area. <laughs> well, cool, man. I don't mean to keep it too long. I just got a few questions for you. We'll see where we end Let's up. Do it. Let's rip. So, Soul Revolution, the acoustic vibes. I love it. Yes. Where did the idea come from, and how did it all get rolling? So on our first record narrative, uh, we we had this narrative uh, retold where we did a, a kind of like deluxe version of the record when it first came out. And we threw um, an acoustic version of Excuse Me Up. So that kind of became like a thing like, oh, let's do alternate versions of our, of our songs or our focus track, so to speak, when we put out music. So it's just become part of our of our history as a band. So it was like the only natural that we were going to do it. We just wanted to know, we just didn't know what songs we were going to do. Right. And we, you know, kind of like meticulously kind of combed over the record a little bit and whatever vibe. And hence the reason why acoustic vibes, because we had already planned in our mind that we were going to be doing some of these things. And when we write music, we're like, Oh, that would sound so dope as another version, you know? So right. That's where the the idea of like yo these are the acoustic vibes. Okay, so be free then is the is the video I was watching again a couple times today. Yeah. How did that come about? Because that's powerful, right? Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we are in a we are in a very different part of our career right now. You know, coming through COVID and right before COVID, man. And I'm going to be brutally honest with you and just keep it 100, man. We were in this kind of ascension, dude. And all these great things were happening for us. We were doing all these wicked tours. We were uh, on every on the tip of everyone's tongue, you know? So right. all the things that you'd want to happen in a burgeoning career as a musician were happening for us. And we were just, yo, this is it, this is it. And that song, Be Free, the original version, we had written right at the back end of COVID. I had just had a kid. I was uh, 
in this kind of like, what are we going to do? You know, all these good things were happening and then bang, COVID happens and it all stops, right. you know? And then you tend to think to yourself, like, where am I going to go from here? But uh, that song really meant a lot to us and it meant a lot to show our fans and people that were still supporting the band and those people that were kind of becoming part of this family that we have of fans, we wanted to show them love. And a song like Be Free, I wanted to show them that although I was in a place where I was weird and then the way I was thinking in my head, I wanted to show them that they gave us strength and that we feed off their energy and that we're not just some band that's like, yo, look at us, we're fire from the gods, right. but we're the people's band. You know, so you can also people. flip that too, right? Because the video to me seems like your fans are feeding off of you as well. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. 1,000%. Right? Yeah. It's in us we trust. Right. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And the so message, enough, I mean, yeah. breathe breathe, and be free is like yes. the perfect motto or mantra for, I guess, the times we're living in. Anything exactly. post-pandemic, right? Exactly. You just got to let it go and be free. And that's uh, that's basically it, man. You see, like all the people with tattoos on their bodies for fire from the gods. It's, it's a surreal thing. And I hate to say that. And I know a lot of people are like, yo, dude, my career, it's all surreal. And it sounds cliche, but it really is, man. Like, like the fact that me, just this kid from New York who dreams of being a rock star, dreams of being on stage, have people that support me like that. And it, and, and it was awesome. It, so I really wanted to give that back. So getting back to that, then, do you feel a sort of responsibility to your fans to deliver a message? Or is that not really something you, you can consider you know, yourself? The, a lot of people, they, they go, do you feel that in your position as a, uh, as a musician, you're supposed to speak up about issues or you're supposed to say certain things or you're supposed to uh, have a message of intent in that way behind your lyrics. I don't feel it's a responsibility because music is art and art is fully interpretive. And however you want to express yourself through your art, you're allowed to do that in, in my personal opinion. But I feel that what I've been through in life and the things that I've experienced, I want to share those experiences with people because I know people are going through the same shit and it's never been easy for me and it's and life isn't easy and i know when people are going through shit they want to hear someone that can they can relate to especially when they're listening to music it's supposed to be freeing it's supposed to allow you to have a safe space to express yourself so that message of in us we trust is really about that like express yourself we're the people's band we know what you're going through and i want to talk about it so along those same lines, then, how does it make you feel? Because I'm sure you've got many, many, many stories of people coming up to you at a show or in an email or a text message saying, dude, you changed my life or you saved me. You've gotten those before, oh, right? All the time. And uh, when it started, when it first started happening, I was like, eh, whatever. But it happens now on a regular basis and people share their personal experiences and they're not ashamed to, they're not afraid to do that. 
And, uh, you know, I'm very accepting of it. And I'm at an age where I'm not, ah, go away. This is not, this is not what I'm about. My music's about that. So I got to expect that. And that comes with the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be Spider-Man over here, but you know, with great, (laughs) right. Great power comes great responsibility. (laughs) And I feel that music is powerful. And our music, I think is, is especially powerful because I talk about these real issues. I talk about a real, you know, it comes from a real place. And when you come from a real place, you have power because there's power in truth and there's power in my truth. Do you ever feel like you've put too much of yourself into a song? Like, oh, shit, I'm too vulnerable here. Yes, all the time. And especially with like Be Free, because like, you know, people go, I don't want to hear, you know, something like when we first came out, people were like, yo, you're a political band and all that. And it's like, no, not specifically. We're just really about social issues and speaking about and talking about social issues. uh, I'm not I'm never going to shy away from. So sometimes I kind of thought like maybe I'm being a little bit too open about certain things. Maybe I'm being a little bit too on the nose about what's happening or how I'm feeling, but you know what? Again, there's power in truth and there are 8 billion people in this world. And of those 8 billion people, there's gotta be a few million or so that understand what I'm saying and feel exactly like me. And so I, think, I think music, especially on the fringe sort of stuff, has always done that, right? Because you had the 60s, the counter-revolution and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you had the 70s, you know, with the anti-war stuff. And mm-hmm. so I think it's always sort of been there on the fringes. So you're not really reinventing the wheel. You're just bringing today's, exactly. today's issues exactly. to light. Exactly. We've never, and I say that all the time, man. Like, we're never, I'm never, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel, you right. know? And I'm not trying to save the world. Right. You know, but what I am saying is that my truth uh, that I'm that I'm putting down to on paper, my pen to paper is going to affect someone that is going to affect change. Right. Like the song mm-hmm. right now uh, of ours, that's super popular. You know, it talks about these things. And that came from, again, a very real place. And I know, again, I'm not we're not going to see a world, this utopian society, illegalitarian society of no violence and everyone's just going to live their life and be acceptable and inclusion's going to be the way the way to go. No, I know I'm not going to see that in my lifetime. We right. have to be real about these things, but I'm going to influence the person that's going to affect change. And you know what? You got to start somewhere. And if it starts with me and my lyrics and my and my music, let it start with me. Right. And it's also oh, let, me, let me be part of that that conversation. Right. And you say you're speaking from truth, which is totally true. But you're also speaking from experience, right? Which gives that truth the, ex, the extra credibility. That's I guess way, is the yeah, lack of, course, of word, right? Exactly. It's like street cred, right? You right. know. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people out there that talk a lot of that talk a big game. You know, there's a lot of bands out there that want to that want to make a statement and want to say this and want to say that. But you know what? They're out there to sell records. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. And I mean, you know, I get that. And not everybody change lives. Right. And not everybody is. You need music. I think, like you said, art, there's art for looking at and saying, wow, that's just beautiful. And it keeps me in the moment. And then there's art that makes you think. Right. So it's sort of the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Not everybody's going to address the political issues. I'm not just here for the pretty pictures, bro. (laughs) No, 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 no. I get it. I'm just saying, you know, there are other people that are doing stuff that they're not trying to bring light to it and this 100 percent. and there's room for all of it i think you get you know there's time to smell the roses and and look at the pretty pictures but sure. life ain't pretty bro it's brutal no <laughs> especially nowadays right <laughs> yeah i do like exactly. that you said brutal by the way yes that was great um 
So what's next? <laughs> what do you guys got going on next? Are you hitting the road? Are you on the road? Uh, just just a couple festivals, man. We got incarceration, which is a makeup date. We were we were scheduled to play, and uh, you know the weather that it does its thing. And with festivals, they've got to you know abide by the the rules and look out for everyone's safety. So we missed our set, but thankfully the the people over. Women, uh, you know, Danny Women Presents and that whole camp really love Fire from the Gods and big supporters. So we're coming back. And then we got Aftershock in October. And um, I'm not more than certain that we're going to start working new music soon. So we're kind of filling up the calendar. We're just trying to come back and have a nice follow up to Soul Revolution. How difficult was it to get back out on the road after that break? Uh, we were so eager that. We took the first thing that came our way, but blessings enough, it was a corn tour. So I wasn't going to say no to that. Right. <laughs> you know? But mentally, yeah. was it tough? To, I know physically it was probably tough because you hadn't been doing it, but yeah. mentally, was it tough? Yeah, physically, of course. Yeah. But you know what? We were like, again, this the the excitement. We were like, yo, let's go. Okay. You know, I, I was sick of being home. Um, and we just really were so eager to get a follow up to American Sun because American Sun was just this big record for us. Right. We were like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's get back out there. Let's interact. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't one of those, like, I don't give a shit about quarantine rules or any of that kind of bullshit. But right. I was about that, like, I want to get to work. Right. And no. I want to see the people, man. I love that. It, it's 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 healing for me. It's healing for everyone, right? Because I think, for me, yeah, know? I think, you know, I go to shows. I'm not a musician, really. You know, I'm a hack, but... I go to shows and it's therapeutic ah, and it's, it. it's super cathartic, right? I mean, you're there. thousand percent. I need that shit, dude. I yes. need it. You need your friends. You miss the guy at the bar that I don't even know some of these people's names, but you see them every time at the club and, you know, you drink beer yes. with them and, and bang your head or do whatever. And yeah, you miss that exactly. whole thing. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's cool. So are you one of those bands that's always writing music? Or do you like set aside time? To yeah, do it? you know, we we uh, we're always kind of like I'm always in this creative mode. You know, I'm, I'm like my friend the other day was asking me. He was like, "Why are you always grabbing your phone and talking to your phone?" Like I, I'm I'm always like this because I'm always <laughs> taking a, vo- a voice note on. I'm coming up with a beat in my head, you know. And so I'm always creating, man. And then once we get into the studio, it comes together quite nicely, and we're able to craft these things because we do work on it over time. We used to be super impulsive, and we're like, "Yo, let's go in there and write ten minute songs." You know, you get 10 minute songs, you get 10 minute results. Right. Do you think about not, and don't take this the wrong way, but not writing the previous record, like intentionally doing something new and, and different or evolving? Uh, I mean, I know you can't go outside of Fire from the Gods, right? Because yeah. that's your wheelhouse. Right. But, but you don't want to necessarily write Soul Revolution again or, you know. Right, the, right. You know, we... It's it's weird with fire because again, keeping it one hundred, we're still really finding our voice. We are so eclectic for a better way of um, a lack of a better way to put it, but we we're still finding what is it that people really like about our sound. Not specifically about the message, because we know people fuck with the message. Right. That's a that's a given. But what is it about our sound? Because we're all over the place. We can do it all. And, 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 and you know, so we... Can I answer it, that for it you? It just changes. I, you, you know? In my opinion, what I love about it is the melding of the hip-hop and the electronic yeah. and, and the metalcore and, you know, that whole thing. Yes. It's fresh and yeah, it's man. different. I mean, I'm a Thank metalhead, you. died and true, but I also appreciate 
something a little bit more, you know, out of sight of the box. What I, that's what I want to hear, bro. You know what I'm <laughs> saying because yeah, I am. You know, I'm I'm I love knuckle dragging hardcore. Like that's right. my shit. You know that that's right. where that's where I come from. Like very much be going on between here and there when I'm when I'm writing or you know because I did a lot of that. Right. But um, I really also wanted to. I wanted to do that. I wanted to be a bit more clever and a bit more tongue in cheek with how we did things and not be ashamed of it and let people be like, yo, yeah, we're going to put in some reggae here. We're going to put in some hip hop here. We're going to put in some metalcore here. And, you know, however we find that balance, we're going to keep working at it. Do you ever find yourself like leaning more towards one way or the other and thinking it's too much or do you just let the songs come out as they come out? I'll tell you this. um, I hope this kind of explains it because I think it's funny. I hated excuse me. I did not like excuse me. I didn't want that to be the first song that we led with as far as like out coming out. I was like, no, I wanted it to be the one of the more like more metalcore brutal songs because I was in this, like, again, I want to, I want to put out this side of me. I want people to know that yes, that kid's a fucking metalhead and you can do that, you know, but that song became the one. And, you know, from then on, it was like, don't be ashamed. And it, a lot of it was because I was like, ah, I, I wasn't really rapping. And again, I'm not a rapper. Right. I'm a metalhead that can rap. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like, I, I never wanted it to be like portrayed as a, a as a hip hop kind of dude, right. but I love hip hop. I love rap. I was, re- I was raised on it. I was raised in the streets anyway. So, right. you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I was too far off, but I didn't, I was like, nah, man. I wanted to be somewhat like this kill switch meets rage against the machine thing. And right. I wanted more kill switch than I wanted rage against the machine. But we kind of like those notions went out the window immediately. Once people started to kind of pick up on what we were about. And I was like, you know what? Don't be ashamed of those things. Lean into who you are and be real about it. And, and so, yeah. It. And you then know? it just comes out. It just and, comes out. And probably, I think fans connect with the more honesty and the more authentic stuff, right? Because it, you're not 100%. forcing it and saying, I'm just a, a death metal guy or whatever. I'm right. just a rapper. Exactly, it's, man. And it's authentic. Exactly. It, it, exactly. You got to be, you know, like uh, 311, but you got to keep it original, homie. You got to <laughs> keep it original. Right. That's the only way to live, man. And I've for so long, I've tried to be so many different things. And I was, at, I worked at so many different careers in my life. And, you know, but this has only been the real true form. This has been my true form and it's been consistent. And you're one I of the lucky ones here. who find that, right? Because there are people who go their whole lives and don't find that. Never find purpose, right? And then now I'm like waking up and I'm like, this is how I got to do this thing. Right. In this life. So you must wake up every Learn morning being like, thank the, uh. Thank the gods yeah, above the fire. Exactly. Thank the universe for, <laughs> right. for helping me find my path. You know right. what I'm saying? And to quote myself, I'm learning to live yeah, in a world so cold, you know? Yeah. That's beautiful. So that's all I had, really. I appreciate you taking the time. It's been a pleasure. 100, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Did bro. I miss anything you wanted to cover? I know we very we talked very little about Soul Revolution, but I kind of like just meandering and seeing where we go. Yeah, no, bro. You, the thing is, man, I just want people to hear hear my voice and hear hear a voice of someone that relates with them. You know what I'm saying? And, and understand that fire from the gods, we're real dudes. We're not about the, the mask and the facade. Right. There's nothing to hide here, bro. And I think you'll see that, um, you know, speaking from experience, I've seen a few times on both at Warped and at the Norma show. I think it comes across very well, especially in the live setting. Thank you, bro. Thank you very much. Like, I'll go back to that, you know, authentic and, and honest thing, and I think people Gotta pick up on true. it for sure. Gotta stay true, right. bro. Awesome. Hey, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. Thank you for yeah, taking man. the Thank time. Thank you, bro. And you know what? We actually shot a video for our hot sauce. 
You know, so like if you're a foodie, yeah, Magaz's like hot sauce is out there, brother. All right, cool. And people, if they're listening, they want to get it at the website. Yeah, we can. You go online to firefromthegods.com. It's all there in our merch store. Awesome. Be well, AJ. I really appreciate yeah, you taking the time. Much, Pleasure talking to you. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Cheers, man. my Thanks friend. Thanks for having me, all bro. Right. Bye. Peace. Recording stopped. Hey, everyone. This is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off Road Minivan. Every week, I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.